Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for listening to the 1865 Forest Ramble. Uh, we're having a different type of conversation today. As uh, mental health has become more recognised as a key issue in society, especially since the COVID pandemic hit, We've seen initiatives such as World Mental Health Day and for Forest, the It's Tricky to Talk campaign. Today's guest is here to tell us about her experiences with the Tricky Hub, and you might remember her being selected by the club to receive a Forest shirt for her contribution. Uh, Bethany Didsbury, welcome to the 1865 Forest Ramble. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Hello. Okay, um, just to start with, before we get onto all of that, tell us about um, how long you've been supporting Forest and, and what your early memories are. Um, I think, well, I'm 23 now. And I feel like from all I can remember, it's always, I've, you know, I've played football since I was a little girl. You know, I've always sort of grown up around football. My brother had a season ticket when he was about 17, 18 and sort of obviously I got introduced via that. Um, one of my earliest memories is not a good memory, put it that way. I just remember my brother had got us tickets for the Yeovil playoff game, um, which obviously we went into winning. And obviously within the last couple of minutes, Forrest went into its usual, uh, let's call it a downfall in our most anticipated moments and I just remember coming out from the seats and going back into the concourse and I was just like like seven-year-old me just seeing grown men against the wall and just like falling down the wall sobbing and I think at the time I didn't quite understand why they were crying I was just a little girl going oh my god why are all these grown men crying and I think after last season, I can totally understand why they were at the ground <laughs> sobbing at full time. I think that would have been me yeah. if we were there. Yeah, um, uh, well, as somebody who's a little bit older than you, um, unfortunately, I remember it well as well. And um, we did a, uh, during the uh, initial lockdown when there was no football, we did a special where we're talking about, you know, Forest's experiences in the playoffs, because at that time we thought we were going to make the playoffs again. <laughs> um, and um <laughs> And we were discussing, obviously, we had the Sheffield United playoff matches um, to try and get out of uh, get out of the championship um, a few years earlier. And and that was absolutely devastating because we we just knew we were a really good team and that was such a good chance. So that was really upsetting. And then the Yeovil match was just a completely different level where it wasn't even that they kind of they ran out of steam or anything. They just bottled it, didn't they? We <laughs> just fell apart. Yeah. And of course, you know. As you said, uh, unfortunately, it, they repeated, history repeated itself uh, just this summer, just gone, didn't it? Except we didn't even get as far as the playoffs this time. So no. that's falling apart in a nutshell. And um, I think um, 
it just goes to show, doesn't it? I mean, as a fan, and even when, you know, whatever level you play, whether it be a kickabout in the park, whether you're playing in a team or whatever, football is great when you're winning, but absolutely damages your mood when you're not. Um, it really kind of uh, can be quite devastating, can't it? Um, so do you want to tell us a little bit about um, your link to the Tricky Hub? And, um, you know, you'd mentioned um, in your, you'd written a blog post about it, about how you'd kind of seen the notifications for the uh, Tricky to Talk campaign. So tell us a bit about that. Um, I think I initially saw the... um, the billboard Um, the advert the advert Mm -hmm. um about that they did with the couple of lads going into the ground and you know they sort of zoomed out and there was like they were the ones that were struggling and then so many Mm. people in the blind class stand or whatever stand it was were struggling um and then i saw that they sort of tweeted out that they were going to do a tricky hub um and i just moved back home from sort of trying to live in my university city after university, which didn't work out for several uh, reasons. And sort of I was struggling because all the support you get at university can be quite a lot if you need it. And then I sort of went went from support two, three times a week to nothing, Mm -hmm. which when you've had support, you know, since you were at secondary school, all the way throughout college and university suddenly didn't really know where to turn Mm. Um, and then started having some counselling again and I saw the tweets and I thought "Mm, I'm interested Um, you know it could be of help or of use Um, but I feel like at the time I was a bit bit apprehensive because I thought it was just going to I was just going to turn up and it was just going to be a room of blokes Mm -hmm. and as a young girl or young woman lady mm-hmm. <laughs> um that made me a bit anxious because mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was going to walk into um actually I sort of I went to see a friend um that had come back home after university um, and spent the morning with her and then got on the bus to the city ground so I wasn't like thinking about it all day I just mm-hmm. had distracted myself um and actually to my pleasant surprise I wasn't anxious at all mm-hmm. which is normally something that I would be because not a new place but you know new people you don't know what you're walking into um and actually it was I think there was four of us two uh members of staff from the club and then they brought in Tim who was a mental health professional and then there was me and Claire, who now runs the Ricky Cook um, campaign. Mm-hmm. And um, so obviously, yeah, you kind of distracted yourself. So that kind of slight intimidation uh, many people feel when they're walking into a new situation, you didn't get too overawed by it. Um, so obviously that was a big moment. Um, the other thing you mentioned is about being concerned that you might be the only female there. Um, a lot of the campaigning that goes on within the world of professional football is is aimed at men, isn't it? Because there is this idea yeah. that that men are less likely to seek support or seek help or or even just to talk about problems. 
or that they find it more difficult to talk with their peers. Um, so uh, when you got, you know, in terms of your, not just on when you got there on that day, but in your experiences since, has it been quite a predominantly male environment? And, and you know, is, is, is gender actually an issue in your experience? Um, actually, to my surprise, it's quite female uh, dominant. Um, but from what I'm aware of, we've got quite a few people on the mailing list. Um, maybe haven't quite felt ready to come or turn up yet. Um, fair enough because Zoom is quite a daunting way to meet new people I think at the moment obviously because of coronavirus the way we're having to do things yeah. um, we have had a few lads, men um, come and join us uh, one which I think most Forest fans know of um, Mike who did the uh, suicide awareness video I think the year before um, so he's been around which has been quite nice and I feel like we're, we've got a good solid friendship out yeah. of it and we can talk to each other quite a lot now um, and then there's another lad who also works for the community trust and they go into the primary schools doing the uh, I want to say the primary stars camp, uh, football thing I'm not too sure what they do um, and they do quite a lot of work within mental health with the schools that they work with. Um, so he's sort of there for himself. But uh, because the lead is female, obviously I'm a female, <laughs> um, just to have some a chat there. So if any lads do come in, they don't feel like they've walked into a room full of females. Um, but Aaron's a great laugh and we all love him to bits. Mm. And I mean, you mentioned there as well about kind of that, outreach work working with schools and so on and so forth um for a lot of professional football clubs and certainly um we see it a lot at championship level um we hear a lot about the kind of the work that clubs do in the community we see more of it actually as we go further down the ladder because i guess they're the less, I suppose the less successful you are on the pitch, the more the kind of the role of the club in the community maybe yeah. uh, sort of has a has an important role to play. Um, so, if we're talking about the club going out to the community, uh, we can also think about it in an internal sense. So, how much do you feel part of a community since you started interacting with the Tricky Hub? Um, I definitely feel more included if that makes sense I feel like you know you grow up as a fan you buy your season tickets or you buy your tickets you buy your shirt you buy all the other t-shirts and jumpers to go along with it but you don't feel valued by the club you're just another fan mm-hmm. out of the 28 odd thousand that can turn up um whereas now you know my when um the idea of the development of the new stand was in the phases of what do they want in it? You know, we were able to have a chat and think, well, how, obviously the stadium is as it's now, can be quite anxiety provoking or, you know, if you're having a panic attack, there's no way you can really go. Mm-hmm. So within the new stand, could they build something that would help us? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, somewhere that we can go that's just, safe space of five minutes if we're feeling a bit overwhelmed which was quite nice to sort of be able to have that input Mm -hmm. because obviously they did do several um 
communications with various fan groups and whatever about what they would like to see in the new stand. But I think part of that made me made me feel like I suppose my thoughts and my views were appreciated. Mm. Um, and obviously, um, with the uh, forest shirt that I was kindly uh, gifted, that made me. I didn't. I wasn't expecting it at all. And obviously, they work with so many different people. Obviously, they have their veterans. Um, I wasn't going to say course. Uh, veterans shindig, mm-hmm. and then they have. They're doing a loneliness um, for over fifties as well. And obviously, there's a tricky hub. Um, and obviously, because there's only a few of us, I didn't really expect it. Because I think they have better turnouts in other things that they do. Um, So it was nice to see that they valued me as a person Mm -hmm. and the work that I'm doing sort of behind the scenes that um, is nice. Yeah. I don't think you often feel valued or appreciated in a lot of things that we do these days. And again, just expect it. Yeah, and again, we're not here to talk about sort of how things are going on the pitch because uh, for the benefit of our listeners, we're recording this in the um, in the uh, sort of uh, second week of December and uh, Forest are not doing well, let's put it that way. Um, but particularly when things are not going well on the pitch, I think that's when fans do feel a lot of unrest, don't they? Because you do think, well, I'm paying my money and... Um, uh, particularly under for wows, I knew quite a lot of people who said, well... The ticket prices are going up. What are we getting in return? There's no, you know, we're not seeing any return for that. Um, it's not fun going to matches anymore. And of course, right now, it's even worse because until, you know, even if Nottingham comes out of tier three, the vast majority of season tickets still won't be able to go to most matches uh, because of the yeah. restrictions on attendance. So um, it's really intriguing to hear about how that kind of sense of value and being appreciated has has come across. Um, The other thing I wanted to kind of mention there is that you've talked about, you know, initially going along as somebody who was feeling, you know, not, not, not feeling great. You were feeling a bit kind of isolated and a bit anxious after your experiences of, of finishing university and moving back to Nottingham. But then you've also talked about how, you've been able to make a contribution. So is that something that came about just naturally or was it something where you thought, okay, if I'm going to go along here, I don't just want to do it to talk to people. I want to do it to kind of make a positive contribution to, to a community. Um, I think because uh, the degree that I did at university was uh, counselling, coaching and mentoring. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of, you know, being involved in the community and having sort of, conversations around mental health had become natural uh, to me and obviously during my degree I had to do various placements and I worked with um, York City and we were playing we they had like um, not a five aside but you could just come along pay a quid just to have a kick about and sort of talk about your mental health if you wanted and I felt like by doing that I realised how much help football clubs can be to the community. Um, So after I was gifted the shirt um, and having several conversations with Claire, 
I um, have recently done my mental health awareness course and I recently completed a loneliness awareness course mm-hmm. and um, my, from that I had an idea of um, wanting to give out some Christmas cards to the, um, the veterans and the other folks that they sort of deal with within the tricky to talk campaign but obviously mm-hmm. because of Covid and data protection is a bit of an issue. Yeah. So I'm going to be sending out some e-cards, mm-hmm. you know, because Christmas is quite a family orientated time. And obviously in this COVID Christmas, you know, they might not be able to see their family because their family are worried about them. Yeah. You know, just having a Christmas card from somebody that they don't know might, and having a contact detail so they can contact me if they want to, yeah. just might make me feel a little less alone what can be a difficult time after mm. a difficult year. At the eighteen sixty five Forest Ramble, we are pleased to work in partnership with Flatback 4. If you haven't checked them out yet, they offer forest-inspired t-shirts, polo shirts, hoodies and jumpers, as well as jackets, kids wear, and the Collymore-inspired bobble hats. They sure do. And now we have a special offer for listeners to the 1865 Forest Ramble. If you insert the discount code 1865 at the checkout, you can get a 10% discount on the Nottingham Forest Embroidered Club range. A 10% discount? That sounds amazing. How does that work? You just visit 1865.football slash flatback. Choose something from the Nottingham Forest Embroidered Club range and then enter the code 1865 to receive 10% off and support our podcast at the same time. Amazing. So our listeners can support the podcast and get some great clothing. Yes, for whatever item you buy, if you include code 1865 at the checkout, you will be supporting our podcast. Can I find the details on social media? Absolutely. Follow 1865 Forest Ramble on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram for all the details. I was going to come on to to COVID because, um, you know, it's, it's, we're nine months in now and even in lockdown two the restrictions weren't quite as 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 bad as they were in lockdown one but but nonetheless there's many many people out there whose lives have been drastically affected and particularly people who are not comfortable in their living situations either because they're living alone or because they're not living in a happy situation for whatever reason um how has the work that you do um, both as a user and a contributor to the Tricky Hub, how's that been affected by the uh, by COVID pandemic and, and the, the periods of lockdown? Um, I think because it all obviously in March it all happened very quickly. As we went, we had a in person Tricky Hub in February, and then suddenly you weren't allowed into the ground because. No, I went. There was a March game after that against Millwall, but we weren't allowed because of just health and safety and the rules that the trust had put in. Um, and then you know, suddenly we get an email saying we're going to sort something out. Don't worry, but in this moment, you know, here's my number if you need me, or here's our email if you need me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they very quickly set up a Facebook group that we were all added into, which was quite nice. And then um, we have a Zoom session or Zoom Tricky Hub every other week. Um, 
and we've had tea breaks and other things that the Trust and Claire have um, organised, which I think has been of help because lockdown for everybody has been difficult. But I think when you've got mental health issues on top of that, you know, suddenly you can't go to your counselling sessions anymore. You can't see your doctor face to face. You can't go out and see your friends that, you know, might have had a positive effect on how you've been coping. You're having those two hours a week just to talk to people that you already knew who were feeling the same sort of way really reassured me that things might be bad, but we're all in the same boat. Yeah. Um, and obviously, as time's gone on, obviously they've been able to go back into the office and work back in schools and things. Um, and also we've had various conversations about how things might work when we're eventually allowed back into the city ground. Um, but I think it was just, you know, we've all had highs and lows over um, nine-month period now. Um, we've sort of been through it together mm-hmm. and I think because I knew um, sort of me Meg, Aaron and Claire and obviously Claire runs it because we knew each other before Zoom and we'd known each other for quite a while it was quite easy to carry it on to Zoom yeah. and have that you know continual conversation and catch up Um we tried to welcome new people sort of in and join us. But I think they've struggled because they don't know us. Yeah. And being new to a Zoom chat when there's really four people that know each other is obviously quite difficult. Mm. Um, so we sort of found various ways. So like now we're doing sort of like weekly quizzes. Obviously we'll chat about Forest, how Forest is doing or not doing. Mm-hmm. Um Aaron's a Derby fan, so we'll talk about how Derby are getting on as well. That's not a happy uh, conversation not... either, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Well, it so is we'll for us, I suppose. <laughs> we're, all, we're, having, we're all having a laugh at each other's expense. Yeah. Um, which is quite nice. And poor Aaron's ended up, he's now in his third lot of having to self-isolate for two weeks. So we're oh, like, gosh. oh, mate, what are you doing? Mm. Um, and I think it's just been nice. Because obviously, when you're at Tricky Hub, it's just you and how you feel, or whatever we're talking about. Whereas when we're at Zoom, we've gotten to know each other more, I think, personally. Because, like, you see a bit of the background of the bedroom or kitchen and, you know, talking about pets and things. Um, And the Facebook group's sort of been uh, really helpful. Because obviously, Zoom, the meetings are only every fortnight. So being able to sort of offload anything and then respond to you in, you know, a correct way of, you know, if you're struggling, why don't you try this? And being able to share the positive things as well. Um, like I planted some sunflowers um, at the beginning of the year and they grew to like eight foot and I shared them around because I had loads. Um, mm. So a few of the group got sunflowers and we had like a sunflower competition and, We've all had obviously had birthdays over the past nine months and what yeah. we've been up to and things. So it's been been a positive. So again, it's experience. that thing of sharing, really. Yeah. Mm. Um, you mentioned a little bit about, you know, you didn't expect to get that shirt. Um, 
so why do you think you ended up being selected and 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 just just talk talk through what happened and how it made you feel um i was i i completely didn't expect it um and danielle who's uh i want to say management of of the overall different aspects that they do um gave me a call and I think because I'd spoken to her the week before I was like oh my god what have I done <laughs> or you know is she is she ringing to have a catch-up with me <laughs> I'd be like ah because it was Monday morning um I was like hello <laughs> um what do you want so when she told me that um obviously it was mental health awareness day at the weekend um that the EFL were running a campaign of, uh, I want to say it was something to do like do one thing or something like that, mm-hmm. the campaign yeah. this year. Um, and their do one thing was to give a forest shirt to me. I was a bit like, oh, ah, that's nice. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I was just a bit uh, shell-shocked because I'd you know, been struggling a bit over the weekend it was quite a nice little pick me up mm-hmm. um, from something that I wasn't expecting. So then when I shared it onto the Facebook group, I was like, ah, I can finally talk to you about it. I've been waiting all week. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think because obviously Meg, Claire and Aaron all work for the club, they all got a forest shirt anyway. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I could finally join in with them and wear my forest shirt for the tricky hub, which yeah. was quite nice. And my brother was a little bit jealous, not going to lie. <laughs> he was like, I'm the one that brought you into this football club. <laughs> so, yeah, so you must have felt really, you know, um, really included then. Apart from obviously the, the surprise and then the, the, the joy, it must have made, felt pretty special to, to kind of, as, as if you're valued as part of, as much as people who work at the club. Yeah, and I think obviously they sat down and they had a conversation about who was going to get it. Mm. And they chose me out of everybody they could have picked, which felt like an honour. Yeah. Because I just felt, you know, I attend every other week and I have done since, you know, it's first session. And I've been turning up whether the highs and the lows. And I felt like I'd, I was just, just being me. That's all I've done. <laughs> you know, I didn't feel like I'd done anything special. So to have that conversation and for Danielle to tell me sort of why she'd given it to me and why they picked me felt really nice. Like, felt made me really, uh, like a little glow on the inside. You know what mm. I mean? Like, yeah. you're like, oh, like I'm, I haven't just been me. I've done something positive. I've talked about it. It's made an impact and from, uh, conversations since um, I've had the shirt obviously the blog post I wrote really helped them um, and it was included within the match day derby program which I didn't know about mm. um, and then I um, did a po- um, did some work with the supporters trust and Forrest put it up on their website as well about sort of me getting the shirt and how I became a Forest fan. Um, and they've got actually, they've had quite a lot of interaction from it and people asking to come along or wanting to come along when they feel ready to, mm-hmm. which I feel 
like it's helped I've helped them and hopefully I've helped other people realize that it's okay to not be okay and that the trust is there to help others whether you know it's just an email being checked you know checking in to see if you're all right knowing that the trucky hub's there if you need it one week like you don't have to come you don't have to spend the whole two hours if you don't want to and that actually we're just a group that and, you know you can talk about issues if you want to we can have a laugh or you if, can just have a moan about about results forest yeah, yeah. <laughs> just feel just just feels normal yeah um, and it feels nice to know that hopefully I've made a difference in the work that I've done surrounding yeah, receiving the shirt yeah and now obviously with your training and your degree and everything you know far more about this um than than I do but um I guess one of the things that people get worried about is uh, any conversations they have about the way they feel are going to are going to be forced rather than being natural conversations so it strikes me from what you're saying as though the main thing that you're trying to achieve with Tricky Hub is just having an environment where people you can come in you can say or do as much or as little as you want it's just so you you know you're not by yourself yeah definitely um and I think that's what we want to try and do more of when we go back to face to face because obviously we all understand how difficult it is yeah come on to a zoom chat if you're not used to using it um and we sort of want to create a friendly and positive environment because obviously football is majority majority a men's sort of fan sport so, um, you know, it'd be nice to see how some lads or men come along and think that actually, you know, it is okay to talk. It is okay not to be okay. We can have a laugh about Forrest's expense when they're playing so badly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, we've all got that one thing in common, which is Forrest. Yeah. Whether it's being a fan or it's working for them. And obviously we all know the players or know of the players um which is really nice so you're not you don't feel like you're walking into a group where you don't know anything yeah and football's Um, a great leveler in that sense isn't it because it is i mean the the classic example is is you can go to a pub and have a chat with people about football and and i guess that's why people who also aren't into football sometimes feel well it's all about football isn't it but that's because people who who are into football know that if you start a conversation about football, whether you be supporting the same team or supporting rivals or supporting teams who are never going to play each other, there's still something that you can have a chat about, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, You mentioned about your blog post and everything. And obviously I saw it because I saw it because Forrester tweeted it out. Then I got in touch with you via via social media. Um, you'd mentioned you'd had a positive response on Twitter. Um, just uh, Twitter's a, a bit all or nothing, isn't it? It's the best of worlds and the worst of worlds. So um, yeah, what, yeah. What's your experience been like with Twitter? Um, I'd say overall it's a positive one, um, but sometimes supporting the club that we all love can be very intense. Um, and sometimes on a match day when things aren't quite going, I say to plan, but we never know what Forrest's plan is going to be. <laughs> um, There's a whole other conversation um, there, isn't there? 
it's just sometimes a bit much. So I've sort of learned over the past year that it's okay to step away. I don't need to read everybody's negative tweets because those negative tweets can make you feel a negative way. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to step away and log off and then tweet when Forest finally score. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I think I thought, um sort of last summer I was going through quite a difficult time. Um and quite a couple of Forest fans reached out to me um and sort of were checking up on me, which was quite nice. And one of them sort of encouraged me to go to Truckee Hub after I said that I was interested but I felt a bit anxious and I wasn't a bit sure, wasn't too sure. He just he gave me that encouragement that I needed that day to be able to get on the bus and go to the city ground and, I suppose, conquer my fear of the unknown, mm-hmm. which is quite yeah. nice. And sort of ever since they've like been my little forest cheerleaders in the background when things aren't going so great. Yeah. Nice. Once again, the, the best of worlds and the worst of worlds, I guess. Um, so, uh, yeah, and I... As somebody who, you know, we, we run this podcast and we've got associated social media profiles and even as people who run those, um, you know, there's times when it's just turn off the timeline. There's, there's, there's not much to be gained. And even if the, even if the messages aren't directed at, at you personally, it can really, really feel bad when you see so much negativity in one place. Yeah. Um, uh, specifically in, when it's against a specific player. Absolutely, yeah. Don't particularly, you know, he's he's just a lad playing for a club that he loves. He doesn't always deserve not the hate, but the oh, why has he been picked or why has so and so been picked? It's just yeah, no, no no one gains anything. Yeah, no one gains anything from that, do they? So, uh, well, I guess the person tweeting feels a sense of of fleeting satisfaction, but you know bigger picture what what's what's going on what's what's going to happen that's good as a result of that the manager's not going to look at it and go you know what you're right and thanks to you know dave Strelly or whatever <laughs> i'm going to make yeah. this decision so i mean um, i think we all thought when bong got picked the other week oh my god why is bong been picked so then when he was in i mean i most probably even tweeted it myself so then when he went out in i think everyone was a bit like you but you know he's worked with Hewton in the past he obviously knows him as a player they've obviously got a better they've got a working relationship like all player managers yeah. have to have and I think sometimes that oh why is so-and-so being picked he's shit mm-hmm. is a bit like well he might have been shit for the past however long he's played on the pitch for but you don't know all the great things he's doing behind the scenes in training yeah, well, that's the thing. The manager sees far more and knows far more than any of us on Twitter will do. And, um, mm. and uh, you know, whether or not you, you like a, a player or you think he's any good or not, he's still better than you, Dave, Dave from Strelly, because he's a yeah, professional exactly. footballer and you're not. So, you know, um, so just to finish off then, um, just tell us a little bit about how we can find out more about you and about the Tricky Hub. Um, you've mentioned Twitter, you've mentioned your blog, um, and you've also mentioned um, where we can find out stuff on the web. Give us give us some places to have a look. Uh, my Twitter is uh, Bethany Dids underscore HBW mm-hmm. because I'm a big Nalhoran fan. Sorry, guys. And uh, my 
blog is I want to say it's Bethany V Life, but I don't know. I very rarely use it, and when I do, you'll know about it because I'll yeah. tweet thumbs about it. Yeah, um, it's, it's Bethany V Life dot dot com, and um, see, if, he knows. If, and <laughs> if you've been listening to this and you are um you know you're interested in in bethany's story then i would heartily recommend that you go on and have a look at the blog post that um you know about you getting the shirt and what you've done with with tricky hub um there's also some good stuff about tricky hub available via the uh nffc supporters trust webpage, which is nffctrust.org and of course as you've mentioned bethany there have been some bits going on um via the nffc official Twitter and website, and of course, as you mentioned, in the Derby programme. So um, there's also a nice piece on the uh, Supporters Trust website about Claire Henson as well, who you've mentioned, um, who's who's kind of one of the people who really makes it all happen. So if you're interested in all of that, and if you feel that you could benefit from uh, engaging with with the Tricky Hub, then please, please go and find out more. Um, Bethany Didsbury, thank you so much for joining us on the 1865 Forest Ramble. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. Um, We wish you all the best and keep up the good work. Podcast Network.